0: Hello, this is Suzanne. So, I am revamping my podcast for the readings of the Word. And we will be reading through the Bible in a year. I have a plan to go by. Also, I will be reading from the Spiritual Warfare Bible, which is the modern English version. Just so you have an... um, an update on this new year and we're doing new things and trying new things so I hope you enjoy um how I have restructured the readings of the word and um hopefully this year I'll be able to get more interviews in and we're planning um You know, more um, sit down and chit chat type podcasts. So I pray you have a blessed day and let's get this done. Hello, my name is Suzanne Urban and I would like to welcome you to um, my podcast, which is. Um, pioneering women warriors um, network and in the um this podcast we're doing reading through the bible in a year um i will do interviews with amazing women who have overcome obstacles that you know we wouldn't think that the average person would be able to overcome um Wednesday Cup of Joe, I haven't resumed that yet, but it's coming and we have Fearless Friday and Thankful Thursdays. So I just pray that this network and this podcast will um, be an encouragement to you to help you grow in the Lord, be encouraged to walk the walk, to stay the course and to um, continue looking up from whence our help is coming. So, enjoy this podcast, and we will begin after a word from our sponsor. Leviticus 13. And the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, When a man has on the skin, Of his body, a swelling, a scab, or a or spot, and it turns on the skin of his body like a mark of a leprous sore. Then he shall be brought to Aaron, the priest, or to one of his sons, the priests, and the priest shall examine the mark on the skin of the body when the hair. On the diseased area is white, and the mark appears to be deeper than the skin of his body, then it is a leprous sore. So the priest shall look on him and pronounce him unclean. If the spot is white on the skin of his body, and it appears to be no deeper than the skin, and the hair is not white, then the priest shall isolate the person who has the mark for seven days then the priest shall examine him on the seventh day and if the mark is still visible and the mark has not spread into the skin then the priest shall isolate him for seven days more and the priest shall examine him again on the seventh day and if the mark has faded and not spread into the skin then the priest shall pronounce him clean it is only a scab and he shall wash his clothes and be clean but if the scab spreads in the skin after he has been seen by the priest for his cleansing (laughs) He shall be seen by the priest again. And if the priest sees that the scab has spread in the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is leprosy. When a person has leprosy, then it shall be reported to the priest, and the priest shall examine him. And if there is a white swelling in the skin, and it has turned the hair white, and there is raw flesh in the swelling, it is a recurring leprosy in the skin of his body, and the priest shall pronounce him unclean. But he shall not isolate him, for he is unclean. If the leprosy breaks out all over the skin, and the disease covers all the skin, of the person who has the disease from his head to his feet, wherever the priest looks. Then the priest shall examine. And if the leprosy has covered all his body, he shall pronounce him clean from the disease. It has all turned white, and he is clean. But when raw flesh appears on him, he shall be unclean. The priest shall see the raw flesh and pronounce him to be unclean, for the raw flesh is unclean. It is leprosy, or if the raw flesh turns again and it is changed to white, then he shall come to the priest and the priest shall see him. And if the disease is changed to white, then the priest shall pronounce him clean. Who has the disease, he is clean. And when the skin has a boil, and it is healed, and in the place of the boil there is a white swelling or a reddish-white spot, then it will be shown to the priest. And if the priest sees it, and it is deeper than the skin, and the hair has turned white, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is a leprous sore that has broken out. In the boil. And if the priest looks at it and there are no white hairs in it, and if it is not deeper than the skin but has faded, then the priest shall isolate the person for seven days. If it spreads around the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is a leprous sore. But if the spot stays in its place, and does not spread then it is the scar of a boil and the priest shall pronounce him clean or if there is some of the skin on the body where there is a burn and the raw flesh that has a burn becomes a reddish or white spot then the priest shall examine it and if the hair in the spot has turned white and it is deeper than the skin then it is a leprous disease broken out from the burn therefore the priest shall pronounce him unclean it is a leprous sore but if the priest looks at it And there is no white hair in the spot, and it is no deeper than the other skin, and it's faded. Then the priest shall isolate him for seven days, and the priest shall examine him on the seventh day. And if it has spread around the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is a leprous sore. If the spot stays in its place, and it does not spread in the skin, but is faded, then it is a swelling from the burn, and the priest shall pronounce him clean, for it is a scar from the burn. If a man or woman has a sore on the head or in the beard, then the priest shall examine the sore, and if it is deeper than the skin, and there is in it a yellow thin hair, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is a scaly leprosy of the head or beard. If the priest examines the scaly sore, and it is no deeper than the skin, and there is no black hair in it, then the priest shall isolate the person with the scale for seven days. And on the seventh day... The priest shall examine the sore, and if the scale has not spread, and there is no yellow hair in it, and the scale is not deeper than the skin, then he shall shave, but the scale he shall not shave. And the priest shall isolate the person with the scale another seven days. And on the seventh day, the priest shall examine the scale. If the scale has not spread in the skin and is no deeper than the skin, the priest shall pronounce him clean. He shall wash his clothes and be clean. But if the scale spreads over the skin after his cleansing, then the priest shall examine him. If the scale has spread over the skin... The priest shall not look for yellow hair. He is unclean. But if the scale (coughs) appears not to have changed, and there is black hair growing in it, and the scale is healed, he is clean, and the priest shall pronounce him clean. If a man or woman has spots on the skin of the body, even white, bright spots, Then the priest shall examine, and if the bright spots on the skin of the body are a faded white, then it is just a rash that has broken out on the skin. He is clean. When a man has lost hair from his head, then he is bald, he is still clean. And when a man has lost hair from his forehead, then he is bald on the forehead, he is still clean. But if there is on the bald head or bald forehead a reddish-white sore, it is a leprous disease breaking out on his bald head or his bald forehead. Then the priest shall examine it. If the diseased swelling is reddish-white on his bald head or on his bald forehead, resembling a leprous disease in the skin of the body. He is leprous. He is unclean. The priest shall pronounce him unclean. His disease is on his head. The man who has the leprous disease shall have torn clothes and disheveled hair, and he shall cover his mustache And shall cry, unclean, unclean, all the days that he has the disease. He shall be defiled, he is unclean. And he shall dwell alone, and he shall live outside the camp. If a garment (coughs) has a leprous disease, whether it is a wood... whether it is wool or a linen garment, whether it is in the warp or woof of the linen, or wool fabric, or in the leather, or anything made of leather, and if the disease is greenish or reddish in the garment, or the, in the leather, or in the warp or woof, or in anything made of leather, It is a leprous disease and shall be shown to the priest. And the priest shall examine the disease and isolate the infected article for seven days. And he shall examine the disease on the seventh day. If the disease has spread in the garment, either in the warp or in the woof or in the leather or in any work that is made of leather, this is a spreading leprous disease, it is unclean. He shall therefore burn that garment, whether warp or woof, wool or linen, or anything of leather that has the disease, for it is a spreading leprous disease, it shall be burned in the fire. If the priest examines it, and the disease has not spread in the garment, either in the warp or the woof, or in anything of leather, then the priest shall command that they wash the article in which the disease appears, and he shall isolate it for seven seven days more. The priest shall examine the infected article after it has been washed. If the infected spot has not changed in color, even if the disease has not spread, it is unclean he shall burn it in the fire, whether the leprous spot is on the inside or on the outside of the article. If the priest examines and the disease has faded after washing it, he shall tear the spot out of the garment or out of the leather or out of the warp or the woof. If it still appears in the garment, either in the warp or in the woof, or in anything of leather, it is spreading. You shall burn in the fire that in which the disease appears. The garment that you have washed, either in the warp or woof, or anything of leather, if the disease is gone from it, then it shall be washed a second time and shall be clean. This is the law of the leprous disease, in a garment of wool or linen, either in the warp or woof, or anything of leather to determine if it is clean or unclean. 1 through 29. He went away from there and came into his own country, and his disciples followed him. When the Sabbath came, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many hearing him were astonished, saying, Where did this man get this? What is this wisdom that is given him, that even miracles are done by his hands? Is this not the carpenter? the son of mary and the brother of james and joseph and judas and simon are not his sisters here with us and they took offense at him jesus said to them a prophet is not without honor except in his own country and among his own relatives and in his own house He could not do any miracles there except that he laid his hands on a few sick people and healed them. And he was amazed because of their unbelief. Then he went to the surrounding villages teaching. He called to him the twelve and began to send them out two by two and gave them authority over unclean spirits. He commanded them to take nothing For their journey except a staff, no bag, no bread, and no money in their purse, but to wear sandals and not put on two tunics. He said to them, wherever you enter a house, remain there until you depart from that place and whoever will not receive you or hear you when you depart from there, shake the dust off your feet. "...as a testimony against them. Truly I say to you, it will be more tolerable for Sodom and Gomorrah on the Day of Judgment than for that city." So they went out and preached that men should repent. And they cast out many demons and anointed with oil many who were sick and healed them. King Herod heard of him, for his name was spread publicly." He said, John the Baptist has been raised from the dead, and therefore these miracles are at work in him. But others said, It is Elijah, and yet others said, He is the <clears throat> prophet or like one of the prophets. But when Herod heard of it, he said, It is John, whom I beheaded. He has been raised from the dead. Herod had sent this and seized John and bound him in prison for the sake of Herodias his brother Philip's wife for he had married her for John said to Herod it is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife so Herodias had a grudge against him and would have and would have him killed would have killed him but she could not for Herod feared John knowing that he was a righteous and holy man and protected him. When he heard him, he was greatly perplexed, but heard him gladly. But a convenient day came when Herod on his birthday prepared a ceremonial dinner for his lords and commanding officers and leading men to Galilee. When the daughter of Herodias came in, And danced, and pleased Herod and those who sat with him. The king said to the girl, Ask of me whatever you desire, and I will give it to you. And he swore to her, Whatever you ask of me, I will give you up to half of my kingdom. She went out and said to her mother, What shall I ask? And she she said, The head of John the Baptist She came in immediately with haste to the king and asked, I want you to give me the head of John the Baptist on a platter at once. And the king was extremely sorrowful. Yet for the sake of his oath and those who sat with him, he would not reject her. So the king immediately sent an executioner and commanded his head to be brought. He went and beheaded him, In the prison and brought his head on a platter and gave it to the girl and the girl gave it to her mother when his disciples heard of it they came and took up his corpse and laid it in a tomb spiritual warfare basics by John Eckert God still speaks know your place in God's plan we all need to know our fellowship part in the plan of of God. As individuals, churches, and families, we need to know what our role is in the plan of God. Prophets deal with eternal purposes. See Ephesians three eleven. The eternal plans and purposes ordained by the Lord from before the foundation of the world apply to every person, each and every one of us, has been born with a part in the eternal purposes of God. We can choose to walk in that purpose or reject it through disobedience and rebellion or through ignorance. We are not called to do anything and everything, but rather we are called to fulfill a specific function within the body of Christ. The saints need to be joined together as every part effectively does not work and grows if you, Ephesians 4.16. I believe that prophets are the primary ones who can help us find our places in the body and learn to function properly, thus fulfilling the will of the Lord for the church. Psalm 39. I said, I will take heed of my ways so that I do not sin with my tongue. I will keep my mouth muzzled while the wicked are before me. I was speechless in silence. I was silent to no avail, but my anguish was stirred up. My heart was hot within me. While I was musing, the fire burned. Then I spoke with my tongue. Lord, make me to know my end. And what is the measure of my days that I may know how transient I am? Indeed, you have made my days as a handbreadth, hand and my age is as nothing before you. Indeed, every man at his best is as a breath. Sila, surely every man walks in a mere shadow, surely he goes as a breath. He heaps up riches and does not know who will gather them. Now, Lord, what do I wait for? My hope is in you. Deliver me from all my transgressions and do not make me reproach. Make me the reproach of the foolish. I was speechless. I did not open my mouth because you did it. Remove your blow from me. I am consumed by the hostility of your hand. When the rebukes you correct a man for iniquity, you consume like a moth what is dear to him. Surely every man is vapor, Selah. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and give ear to my cry. Do not be silent at my tears, for I am a stranger with you. And a sojourner, as all my fathers were, turn your gaze of displeasure from me, that I may smile before I go away and am no more. Proverbs 10.10 He who winks with the eye causes sorrow, but a pradding fool will fall. And I just wanted to thank you for tuning in to Pioneering Women Warrior Network. I pray the Lord bless you and keep you. Until the next time which is usually the next day um, that I'm on the air and we love you in the Lord.